Welcome to episode 76 of the Ask Chief Show, where we answer all of your burning questions on all things health, fitness, and business. We're your hosts, Lauren and Jason Pack, and we're on a mission to bring inclusivity and positive vibes to the fitness space. Today, we'll be talking about how to modify your workout strategy to get through a plateau, what we feel about fasted workouts, and our top community builders for Achieve Fitness. We hope you're excited. Let's get into the show. What is up, Achievers? Episode 76. Uh, we missed you guys. It's yeah, we well, we we skipped Labor Day. Yeah, we skipped Labor Day. Even though we labored on Labor Day, like we did. Well, not not. <laughs> Lauren didn't come into labor. Not but. in the way that you might think I would be laboring in the next couple weeks. Um, we just did some work, but we ended up doing it more for for some other things, and we thought that we could uh, we could forgo the podcast for one day. We hope you can forgive us. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, what's been going on? We well, we officially made some new hires at Achieve, which has been super exciting. Yep, that's Check true. About that. So um, we had an internship that was um, going on for the last three months, mm-hmm. and we officially hired Michaela, who we know is an avid listener of the podcast, <laughs> so she's probably listening right now. Um, but she is just such a rock star, and she really has taken on. Like she did her first sessions last night, and I was kind of just observing her coaching, and I was like, man. First of all, number one, Sarah and Ted did an amazing job with preparing the interns for work because she just like took it on like immediately and just totally. was super confident, like ready to coach. And number two, she's just such an awesome fit for the community. Yeah. She has a great personality. She's super excited to be there and to coach and she's very passionate. So we're just really pumped to have her on the team. Absolutely. It's going to be awesome. And then we also hired a new office manager, Hannah, who is awesome. I've been working with her for the last couple of days, training her up and she's going to be a rock star as well. Yeah. So the team is growing and we are pumped. It's, it's yeah. just an awesome, our team has always been amazing and we've, lost some people and been really sad and then we gained some people and we're really happy. <laughs> like, you know, there are changes inevitable with business and with everything like this, but we continue to find really incredible people to, to round out the team and that's been pretty awesome. Yeah. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about culture at the end of the episode, right? Yeah. In terms of chief culture. Yeah. So we'll, we'll circle back around to all this stuff um, at the end of the episode. Perfect. All right. Well, so let's get right into it. So our first question, um, this comes from Three Boys Mom. Um, I think she's asked a question before on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I remember I mispronounced her um, Instagram handle before, but <laughs> now, I, now I get it. Three Boys Mom. Um, so she said, hi, Lauren and Jason. I have a question for the podcast. Um, I have a male client I've been working with three times a week for five months. He's gone from 291 pounds to 267, but now seems to be at a plateau. We are doing an upper slash lower slash full body split, which he likes, but I'm thinking maybe we should switch to three full body days with possibly five to 10 minutes at the end for Metcon. That way, if he does miss a day here and there, he still gets full body. Any thoughts and advice on how to convince him that this might work better um, toward his goals? Um, This is a great question and a a really common one. Um, And I think the recommendation that you are making, um, that you make yourself is actually the perfect one and the one that we would actually recommend as well. Um, As far as convincing him i mean as far as like you're the coach and you're the trainer so all you need to say is hey this is what we're going to do and you know if you ask why then you can explain why but um you're the person that is in charge right now so i mean it's just using your best judgment yeah i definitely i would say instead of being like what would you think about um if we switch to this and like kind of we always we like to give our members autonomy in some decisions but there's some decisions where you just know what the best route is and if his goal is still to continue to lose weight to continue like pushing forward and 
you do know that doing an upper upper body day and a lower body day versus replacing that with two full body days is most likely going to burn more calories overall. It's going to give him more stimulus overall so that throughout the week he's actually working more muscle groups. Like, mm-hmm. you know all these things to be true. You don't really have to give him the choice. You can just say, like, this is what we're going to do because this is the way that we're going to actually be able to break through this plateau. Yeah. And say it with confidence. Um, and I wouldn't think that he would question it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, just kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, as far as the reason why, it's just exactly why what uh, Lauren pointed out. I mean, the only really, the only time that we would ever do upper lower for the most part is if someone had an opportunity to work out four plus days a week. And yeah. if that's the case, then we would split it up to be upper lower, upper lower. Because if we did total body four days a week, it would just get to a point where recovery, recovery, wow, <laughs> recovery, <laughs> recovery would be an issue. Um, but if they're working out three days a week, we think total body is going to be a much more efficient plan. We can also incorporate a lot more muscle groups all at once. Um, and yeah, like you said, if he misses a day, you know that he's not going to get a lack of stimulus because you've got two other full body days to uh, compensate for that fact. So yeah, we think three three total body days is going to be um, great. And now, okay, let's say moving on, you know, he loses some more weight, he gets stronger, he feels better, but then he runs into another plateau. At that point, what do you do? Because I think some coaches probably are in that situation where maybe their client or member is working out three days a week, full body, and they've been doing really well, but then they've run into a plateau. At that point, we'd actually suggest going to four days, if possible, and doing an upper-lower split. Um, If four days isn't possible, then we might need to be a little bit tighter on nutrition. Something has to basically improve in order to create some sort of... um, stimulus for adaptation right yeah. would you agree with that statement totally yeah. i was going to say the same thing with nutrition as well is that the you like you see progress for a while just modifying exercise if that's mm-hmm. something that hasn't really been in that person's routine just focusing on exercise is going to spark st- some stimulus but if they're if it's a weight loss goal or a, or a body fat percentage loss goal there is going to be a point where just adding more workouts isn't going to be enough to continue to 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 spark as much change as they're probably looking for and the easier way to do it is actually going to be to address nutrition rather than adding an entire another hour long workout or adding like weekend runs and things like that like you can do it that way but that's actually a lot harder than just maybe working on portion control exactly yeah um so yeah i would totally say go to four days definitely like if that's an available an available option for that person um but then after beyond that instead of continuing to add more onto their plate with exercise start talking about nutrition yeah and then i I would guess to go even further than that let's say they didn't have the availability um which means that it just isn't a priority, right? Yeah, yeah. And not saying it in terms of, oh, it's not a priority. You're not committed to this. But then just reevaluating, does this person con- want to continue to lose weight or go in the direction that they've been going? Or maybe they're they're happy with where they're at at this current moment and they can just kind of maintain it. Yeah. And that's just, you know, that's an even easier thing to do. You just keep up with this, exactly what you're doing and just maintain now it's called a maintaining phase rather than a plateau phase. Right? Yeah, so yeah, it's just a different slightly mindset. different mindset. <laughs> right. um, so yeah, just kind of like constantly revisiting where that person's at and then making sure that you reflect your programming based on that. So yeah, yeah. it's really important to continue to ask your clients or your members like what their goals are mm-hmm. or even with, with yourself just to continue if you're training yourself, continuing to ask yourself what is your goal right now and what is your reasoning for working yeah. out because it changes all the time. 
Like mm-hmm. it changes for us all the time. Definitely. Every once in a while, like when football season rolls around, I want to be faster. I want to be stronger. I want to like put on a little bit of weight so that I can be a little more aggressive in the football season. Whereas right now, like I'm pregnant and I just want to not have back pain and <laughs> I want to like make sure that I feel strong during labor. So like those are completely different goals and that's going to completely change the way I train. But that doesn't mean that one way was better or worse. It really is just adapting to your current situation. So as a coach, always be asking questions of your clients of where, how do you feel? Where are you at? Do you have anything coming up that you want to work toward or any new goals? Or are you comfortable just continuing on the way we're doing things? And that's also totally fine. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Cool. All right. Question number, we need a new, like, um, transition from one question to the next besides cool because <laughs> we both do it well we've done it for cool. 76 episodes now so. <laughs> well i know i'm just trying to think about how we can <laughs> Maybe avoid can this add, plateau i can add some like special effects it's like <laughs> and it goes to the next question all right let's <laughs> like do that bombs, let's lasers. do that for the next one or let's just try not to say cool and see what we end up saying instead okay okay we might just sit in silence for like right. five minutes but we'll see we'll see all what right. happens after this one groovy okay <laughs> <laughs> That was really lame. Oh, man, you're prepping to be a dad. Okay, so this next question comes from MJSEIP. I'm not sure if that's initials or mm-hmm. MJSEIP. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, I normally miss the posts looking for questions on the podcast because of work, so I'm going to send one in now. I'm just wondering what your opinion is on working out fasted, such as very early morning workouts, just waking up and heading straight to the gym. Thank you and keep doing what you're doing. Um, so yeah, this is a great question. We get this question a lot Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people think that we're going to, um, talk about the benefits or the downfalls of fasted training, but the reality is it's very individual based on how the person feels when they wake up and when they go to the gym in the morning. Mm -hmm. Um, there are a lot of research studies that can, you can look at that go either way that say fasted workouts are so much better. There's research studies that say fasted workouts are so much worse. Um, you can, cause you can say, you can go from one side and say, if you're fasted, you don't have enough energy in your body. So you're going to have a worse workout. You won't be able to train as hard. There's another camp that says if you're fasted and you don't have the, um, calories from food to go to fuel your workout, you'll fuel it with fat. And so that way you'll be better off with fat loss. Mm -hmm. So those are kind of like the scientific, uh, like, you know, rationales for either whether to do it or not. But what we feel is that it really just depends on how you feel in the morning. Um, for, for me, when I used to, I wouldn't fast now being pregnant, but when I used to work out early in the morning, once a week with, with my buddy, Anna, um, I would do it fasted just because I felt like I actually had a little bit more energy than if I ate something I felt a little bit heavier, a little bit more weighed down because I would have to eat right before the workout. Yeah. And I just didn't like how I felt that way. Yeah. Um, I would probably say the same You're thing. The same. It would, it yeah. would just, yeah, I would, I would feel it in my stomach and I just would feel more sluggish and slower, I guess. Right. Yeah. Um, I would drink BCAAs uh, or amino acid complex um, mm-hmm. during the workout just to feel like I had a little bit of something in my system. Um, you would do the same thing, I imagine? Yeah, I would definitely do the same thing. Um, having said that, if you were working out at 8 or 9 a.m. and you had woken up at 6, you would absolutely eat something. 100%. And I don't know if I would eat something, yeah. actually. Yeah. So, again, it's just very case-dependent, and it just works really well for each one of us to do so. Um, but, yeah, if you are one of those people that just feel really hungry, hungry, really ravenous in the morning, and you try to train on that, and then justify it by saying, hey, well, I'm tapping into my fat reserves earlier, 
but the worst workout will make it so that it's a worse workout and <laughs> and you don't actually get the benefits of the yeah, workout as yeah, much. It all washes yeah. out at the end. Yeah. So you just have to really experiment with both and then go with which one works better for you. Yeah, definitely. That really is the the ultimate answer is try both. Yeah. And see which one you feel more energy energy with like mm-hmm. do you feel like one of them made your workout slower one of them made your workout a little more sluggish one of them made you feel a little more energized and just go with that option yeah now we have run into situations where um our members would come up to us and say you know i i really can't stomach a full meal of some sort or anything really substantial but i do need a little bit something and usually our go-to is recommending some sort of essential amino complex but after that, if that still doesn't, you know, jive well with them, we'll have them have something really simple, like a like a banana or something like that, or yeah. or a piece of fruit that's like a quick digesting carb that isn't too heavy. It's not like they're having oatmeal or something like that right before the the workout. Just something super light. Yeah. Also, we have a lot of members who work out in the morning. Who we have a shake bar, so a lot of them will oh, drink yeah. a shake while they're working out. So mm-hmm. it's like a peri-workout shake, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which is totally fine too. So you, if you make them on your own or if your gym has a, a protein shake bar, you can have that like throughout your workout and kind of sip on that so you're not feeling like weighed down by a meal, but you are feeling like you're getting some some energy in as you're going. Yeah. So that's another option. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't worry so much about what all the research says. I would worry more about what works for your individual situation. Yeah. Rad. Awesome. <laughs> Darn it. I really was about to say cool. I totally forgot we were doing that. All right. Rad was a good one. Okay. So question number three. We're moving on to the last one. This one is from Joe underscore Bosek, Bocek, B-O-C-E-K. Um, he said, what is the top culture builder you have used for Achieve Fitness? Also, I just realized that Joe can be, I shouldn't say he because there was another Joe that I said he and, and Joe turned out to be a girl. Yeah. Joe can be a, a unisex name. So I'll just say, (laughs) Joe asked, what is the top culture builder you have used for Achieve Fitness? Yeah. So this is a question that we get asked, um, I don't know, just all the time, especially in regards to just business and other business owners that just are wondering how we're developing the community that we are. Um, And, you know, initially what we always talked about were a lot of our events. And so I'll talk about that right now. Um, Annually, we have two big events that we run each year. One is called the Achieve Quest. And it's a scavenger hunt that we put together over the course of three to four months or so. The whole team works together to create this scavenger hunt. And we do it at some point in May or June on a Saturday. And we have them go all around Somerville. And we contact local businesses and we get them involved. And we just have clues, riddles, challenges all around Somerville. It's just like, it's basically the best day of the year. It's the best day ever, yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's a huge event. The second event that we do is um, is just our anniversary party. So we do that in January. Uh, we opened officially, our grand opening was January 17th, yep. right? Um, so we try to run it um, at some point throughout um, the month close to that date. Um, and that's just a big event. A lot of times we have, we try to honor someone. Like this past year was our fifth year anniversary. So we honored all of our previous uh, founding members. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had like, I don't know, 20. We had about 20 founding members 20 that are found- still members yeah, today. Um, out of like 30. Yeah. Everyone else just kind of moved just moved out of the state so yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that, that's always a special event where people just get together we have fun lots of alcohol lots of alcohol <laughs> lots of food like it's just a good time so those are our two big events um beyond that we actually have a monthly community event so like this month we're having um a candle pin bowling outing um at flatbreads which is in somerville um the month before that what do we do um 
I think we were planning on going to the beach, but actually that got rained oh, out. Oh, the beach got rained out. Yeah. yeah. But basically there's always something. So there's yeah. laser tag, there's trampoline dodgeball, we've had paint nights, um, we've had potlucks. We've had movie nights. Movie nights. Yeah, yeah. Just something every month where people can get together outside of a normal gym setting and have them create these friendships and bonds outside the gym which leads to stronger bonds within the gym, right? Yeah, and then those stronger bonds lead to more consistency for our members because yeah. they want to see their friends. They make friends at the gym, and then they actually want to see them the next day, and yeah. they want to come in. So. Absolutely. Um, but what we realized was that these events only work from an annual and a monthly standpoint only if from a daily standpoint you're doing things to encourage whatever culture you're trying to build. And so something that we're always trying to do is build a positive, more inclusive environment. And so it wouldn't work if Lauren and I were coming in with grumpy attitudes and being negative because that would trickle down to the staff, which would then trickle down to the members. And so it's up to us to make sure that we are as positive and as inclusive and as supportive as possible because then that'll trickle down to our team and that'll trickle down to our members. So we're always figuring out ways to um, do things from a daily interaction standpoint to make sure that we continue to uphold our culture. Yeah, I mean, if we were like, if if we never really put any effort into the culture day to day, and then we said everybody sign up for bowling, nobody would sign up because yeah. they'd be like, why? Like it's it would be weird. Yeah, it would be right? totally weird. But it's not weird because we are constantly like doing things like asking people what they did over the weekend and getting excited about whatever's going on in their life and connecting people in the gym. So during a session, introducing members to each other and trying to make connections like. We'll, we'll have two people who might be golfers and we'll be like, hey, you guys both golf. Like, have you ever played at the same course? And just start co sparking conversation. So it's such a natural thing for achievers to be like, well, of course they would set up some event where they want to introduce me to more people because they already do that on a daily it's basis. A thing, yeah. It's just a normal thing. But if we never did that and people just showed up with headphones on and did their workout and left, like they would never want to sign up for some gym event. Yeah, They would absolutely. be like, that's going to be lame. That's going to, like, <laughs> it's probably going to be weird, like a weird singles meetup or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just not, they just know that it's not about that because of the way that we do things on a daily basis. Yeah, and the way we coach and communicate is from a very positive standpoint. Um, we do high fives after each workout, a high five train after each and every class. We've got a recognition jar so that... Um, Basically, there's a jar up nearby the front desk with um, some papers next to it saying, hey, if someone does something cool or awesome and you want to recognize them for it, put it on this note and then put it in the jar and we'll put it out um, in our monthly newsletter. Um, let's see, what else is there? We do, I just had one in my head and then I yeah, lost I it because I was one. getting so excited about the recognition jar. <laughs> such a good idea. Um, I think that was Ted's idea. That was such a yeah, good idea. Yeah, that was a great idea. Um, we, have a, we, have, we have an overachievers board um, that used to be separated with different categories. So let's say, for example, we had a Turkish getup. Um, that was, there was one level that was 24 kg getup. The other level was a 40 kg getup. And we actually originally assigned it to be the women would strive for 24 kg getup and the men would strive for the 40 kg getup. And I think it was Ted who brought it up. Yeah. He was like, he was like, you know, what if we made it to be a level one and a level two accomplishment so that either sex could go for either goal? Mm -hmm. And we're like, well, that's, that's being more inclusive and that just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And so we just make every single change based upon our initial mission. 
But I think this is the reason why people need to get really clear on what their mission is, as what their true core values are. Because if Warren and I were generally like grumpier and negative people, like, but we wanted to have a positive atmosphere, it wouldn't work because it would starts with the people at the top. And if it's not true to you, it's gonna really pull from you a lot of mental and spiritual energy. <laughs> and so it, it just has to resonate with you. And so if you're not like as bubbly and as like positive and excited, then you can have a totally different culture and people will gravitate towards that. It's not about what culture is the best, it's what is best for you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was gonna say the same thing. I mean, obviously we're biased to a positive culture because yeah. that's what we have and that's what we believe has been helping our members so much. And so if you can do it and if that is who you are, we're, we're gonna say like, we're gonna be skewed to go in that direction. Yeah. But that's just because that's who we are. And mm -hmm. so if you're somebody who's so much more intense and you, I mean, there's powerlifting gyms out there, there's like West Side Barbell, where if they started putting out like <laughs> smiles and positivity, <laughs> their members would be like, what is yeah. happening right now? Like we're an intense gym, we wanna be intense, we yeah. wanna yell, we wanna scream, we want heavy metal music playing. So, and they have a whole community of people who, are attached to that feeling. Yeah. Um, so you really do have to have to stay true to yourself, and you will attract the people who are attracted to you and attracted to the way that you that you do things. Yeah, and just yeah. like create like little rituals that just make sense for your environment. Right. So like for us, like Lauren and I just aren't like very rah rah people, but there are places that have more of a rah rah environment. Well, they'll, well, they'll have like a a pre workout huddle, and the the person will just give like this like you know, yelling speech and at the end of it, everyone's like, yeah, and they like, you know, they throw, throw their hands in and then they start their workout. You know, yeah. like if I tried to do that, I would just feel really uncomfortable, really awkward, and it just wouldn't be me. In the end, yeah. nobody would be excited. And everyone's like, like, this, that was weird. Ooh, okay, break, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, just figuring out what works for you and then just doing all little actions. And it's, it seems like little actions, but it's well worth your time well worth the just investment of energy and resources and even money if need be um, to do these little things because it just enhances everything so much. It's all, all intangible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Obviously, we get excited yeah, about that cool. part. I was going to wait. No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to see if he says it. <laughs> all right. Well, great. So I believe that's all the answers that we have today for your burning questions. Thank you so much for submitting them. We super, super appreciate that. If you have any questions and uh, even like our gentleman today who usually misses when we post on Instagram about like asking for questions, if you just have a question that comes to mind, just shoot us a message on Instagram and we'll try to get around to it. And if you wouldn't mind leaving us a Yelp review, that would be awesome. Yelp review? Oh, wait, a Yelp review? What am I talking about? Oh, pregnancy brain. It's real. Um, but I do. Review. A Google Plus review. I mean, you could leave us a Yelp review. I guess. I yeah. guess. Um, um, no, uh, iTunes, iTunes review. iTunes. Wow. <laughs> iTunes review would be great. I have sympathy pregnancy. Right <laughs> um, we actually got four really awesome reviews last week. I, I should have um, wrote them down so I could talk about the users. But we can thank them yeah. next week. Next time, yeah. We'll thank them and the 10 yeah. others that we're going to get yeah. from this podcast. Definitely. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we have for you. So until next time, peace, love, and, and muscles. muscles.